This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 7th of December. Okay, Justin, last week the Australian dollar hit a two-year high Ooh, of 74 cents. That's good. Now, you may be thinking that's a good thing, mm-hmm. but it's the opposite of what the Reserve Bank actually wants right now. Why is that? Because a low Aussie dollar would increase Aussie exports. Ooh. Brett, here's one for you. Australia's biggest betting company, Tab Corp, mm-hmm. has pleaded guilty to and copped a $30,000 fine for illegal gambling advertisements Ooh. on Instagram stories. How surprising, mm-hmm. Justin. Well, we have three surprisingly interesting stories today. Let's do it. For our first, online Aussie bookseller Booktopia has finally had its IPO. Four years in the making. Good things come to those who wait a very, very, very <laughs> long time. So what's happened here? Okay, a bit of background. Booktopia is an Australian online bookstore. Presumably it's combined the words book and utopia. <laughs> Not book and dystopia. <laughs> now, four years ago, Booktopia attempted to go public on the ASX, but it failed. Fast forward to the wonderful year of 2020, where everyone is stuck at home with nothing mm-hmm. to do, and Booktopia sales went up from $80 million to almost $200 million. That is big. And now finally, Booktopia has listed on the Australian share market. So what's the key learning here? Booktopia has finally got the Amazon monkey off its back and has timed its IPO beautifully. When Booktopia tried to raise $40 million back in 2016, investors were freaked out about the (laughs) imminent arrival of Amazon at the time. Back then, a lot of investors believed that Amazon would blow Booktopia to smithereens. (laughs) But Booktopia managed to prove that it could be successful in a world in which it competes directly with Amazon in Australia. For our second story, Afterpay's Black Friday and Cyber Monday bonanzas <laughs> saw the company's US sales overtake its Australian sales for the first time ever. A huge moment for the big A. Mm-hmm. All right, what's happening here? Well, never before has Afterpay processed more sales in the US than in Australia for a single month. And Brett, it did so in November this year. Now for Afterpay, this is big because it shows that online sales are continuing to be popular, mm-hmm. even though physical stores are reopening in Australia and in the US. Particularly in the lead up to Christmas. Now get this one, Justin. Around 80% of Afterpay sales are online with 20% in store. All not too bad for the company that didn't exist (laughs) six years ago. Yeah, and now it's the 15th largest public company in Australia. So what's the key learning here? When Afterpay entered the US, its goal was to have a larger customer base in the US than in Australia. And in November, they did just that. Which means Afterpay has pretty much completed its shift away from relying on its Australian business and Brett, why did Afterpay feel the need to expand into the well, US? Well, largely because it was maxing out on customer growth here in Australia. While the number of active customers in the US is now at around 7.5 million, Afterpay said the number of people who have actually signed up to Afterpay in the US is around 13 million customers. So now Afterpay is putting its US business first, a business that is just scratching the surface. And then comes Europe, South America, <laughs> Southeast Asia. Next up, Mars. <laughs> For our third and final story, Hollywood's studio Warner Brothers will release all of its 2021 movies on streaming service HBO Max at the same time as it releases them in cinemas. Justin, this could spell the beginning of the end for cinemas. Mm -hmm. Tell me more indeed. Movie cinemas have been one of the industry's hardest hit during the pandemic. And the nail in the coffin, Warner Brothers has said it will release its entire 2021 list of movies on HBO Max. But what does this all mean? This means that many of Warner Brothers' 
biggest hits for next year, like Matrix 4, The Suicide Squad mm-hmm. 2, and most importantly, Space Jam 2, wow. yes please, will all be available to people at home when they're released next year. So what is the key learning here? This move from Warner Brothers has the potential to shape the future of movie cinemas for years to come. <laughs> and Brett, it's not in a good way. This move from Warner Brothers is the most aggressive effort by a movie studio to get its movies directly mm. in front of audiences at home. See, Warner Brothers says that this kind of hybrid model mm-hmm. between streaming and cinemas has been a strategic response to the impact of the pandemic. And that it will only last for a year. But we're questioning whether this will be just a short-term fling. Mm-hmm. I reckon it's got all the hallmarks of a <laughs> lifelong marriage. Fluxfam, a special shout-out to Marcus, who has his first Year 12 Business Studies exam tomorrow. We're thinking of you, Marcus. Fingers crossed, young man. And Fluxfam, while we're here, don't forget to hit follow or subscribe if you're loving What The Flux. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.